Uh, welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. Uh, and so has <laughs> so has my guest, uh, Derek Klein. Hi. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm well. I mean, we just saw, we We're shot it. We're help the people get off we, with this one. We, just we are, in a different way. Mentally, oh uh, emotionally, in. hopefully. Uh, so we just shot a scene for Treasure Island, and... Um, before you walked, or actually when you walked in, I already knew I wanted to have you on the podcast. I just didn't want to be like, hey, by the way, you know, that's your first scene with this company. Uh, come, and shoot, come and do a podcast too. Um, but I'm glad that it worked out this way because you're, you're sitting here and you're talking to me and you've said some shit that I believe. And we segue into the same topic. Yeah. It is like- introduce me and introduce uh, people who who know you but don't really know, who know Derek Klein but don't know Derek. Introduce me to, to Derek. My parents separated when I was like four um, and my mom got remarried when I was like seven. So I've always had this like distant father figure that's kind of on the wavelength that we're on talking mm -hmm. about these important topics. Um, but grew up in my mom's house with her husband um, I have a sister, she's five years younger than me, and I have a brother now who's like 14 years younger than me. Growing up though, it was like, I didn't do too much. I was very into video games, played so many video games. I still have them all, I keep all of them because you know, that's like one of those things, I don't know. Mm. How many years from now, someone's gonna be like, oh my God, you still have that? Um, and it was like, there was this weird time where like, I feel like I hit a certain age and like the pressure changed. Like I had a good relationship with her husband and like, you know, we would wrestle. It was like, you know, you had, it was like a decent stepfather situation. Mm -hmm. But then like I hit a certain age and like, I don't know, I guess the stress started setting in. Um, I was like an honor student and always playing a sport. There was this point, there was like, I don't know. I. I don't know what, what, what went on in their lives for this pressure to change, but it was like, <laughs> I feel like so much of my childhood is like low key blocked out. The best I could put it in like short terms is like, go to school, do my grades, get my good grades, because I make, had good grades stayed enrolled in some kind of extracurricular sport and something, some after school activity just, and I, you know, eventually I realized this is just to stay out of the house because I feel like a good portion of my childhood was like dealing with this emotionally volatile person that my mother was married to that she couldn't leave for whatever reason, whatever reason, you know, there's how fucking mm -hmm. life gets. And I was just like, Now that I have a space, it's been three or four months, I, I look back at that time and it's just like, I wasn't even alive. Like, that's not me like that. I was so concerned with this guy. He'd come home from work and, you know, walk in the door and start bitching. It's like, it's like mm. out of a movie. He's such, it was, it's so generic when I think back on it. That American dream? Really? It really <laughs> was. It was a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife, but the dude would come home and 
argue about it. Mom would work too, because I mean, you know, that's the times the American dream wasn't the same in early 2000s as it was yeah. when it first came it's out. Still for a couple of people too, but yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean. Um, whatever it was that had this man so upset that he needed to come home and made sure that I had things done around the house that no one was going to do otherwise, because they weren't that important. But mm-hmm. it was this weird power trip that he was on. I just feel like growing up, I was dealing with this man's power trip. And I am trying as hard as I can to segue into what, like, <laughs> I blame the job that he worked, like the 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 American dream, the mm-hmm. the system, the cycle. It was like, so he's talking about me, right? Well, <laughs> just you know, because I want to. This is good because I want to ask you then, um, two things, actually three things, three things ask revolving around help this. Help me, help me. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you out in high school? Were you out at the in the house? Yeah. Where this, um, okay. I think f- I always grew up getting called gay. You know, everyone says that. Uh, yeah. Okay, they were right. Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think freshman year, those when I was like, okay, yeah, like the one kid walked in the cooking class, and I was like, oh my god. So <laughs> it was like, all right, fine. Um, but I think I didn't actually like, come out in the house until maybe maybe it was freshman year. I think my mom was pregnant around the time I was like figuring it out, and she was like not doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like a stress thing. That was what I was being told. She was under a lot of stress, and it was like affecting her. So I was like, let me not share this information and like add her stress, which she actually like thanked me for. I was like, maybe I'm being crazy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I came out maybe like freshman year-ish and that I think that did have like an effect if that's what, another question you were going to Well, I want to go from like, there. Well, you mentioned the American dream. You mentioned seeing uh, your stepfather working 9 to 5, 10 to 6, however it is. Did that have an effect on going into what what we would consider not a conventional job. I think the stress of a conventional this, job. The the things that my parents were bringing home, it. I think it just quickly made. I, when I was sixteen, like finishing high school, I was like, I can't make any decisions. These decisions that everyone else, all these other kids in school are making around me, because I don't agree with them. It's the the lifestyle itself. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Um, there's, it doesn't make sense that we're becoming an adult is accepting all of this like sacrifice essentially, but like you're not getting back a full life, mm-hmm. you, you know? Yeah. Um, when did you, you said, so like the decision was easy to make. It okay. was like, I went to college for a year and then I think before even starting my only fans, I booked a scene with broke straight boys or a week, I guess. Cause it was more than one scene. Like I always do. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll get to them. <laughs> I think I like wrote my mom a letter. Okay. Um, and I was just like, okay, I'm getting on a plane. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to do porn. When she it, it's just like, I think there wasn't really too much to be said. It's just like, Oh, why? And it's just like, cause I got to do something different. Whatever you guys are doing is not working for me. It's not going to work. Okay. Um, so it did, it did have something. There was something with seeing, people in high school and your parents and just everybody getting stuck in this rut, right? That the influence that that had would be that, that like realizing that it wasn't 
bringing anyone happiness. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, you had mentioned before that you went to college, you, you wanted to work. You pretty much had it planned out. Yeah. I went to school for game design and I was like, okay, I play league of legends. Uh, so I was like, let me get into game design. I like to make animations too, like the little stick figure mm-hmm. ones, mm-hmm. like the stick fights. They made back. Oh my gosh. They like, don't even make them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> If I made them now, no one would watch them because they literally don't get made anymore. Yeah. They were popular. Um, I wanted to go to school for game design. I was an artist. I was a gamer. And I was like into the animating. I was going to make cartoons, games, like whatever. I wanted to create. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it on a computer. But it's like, that's not, it's not what it is presented as, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, when you get a job. Like, there's the dream. And then there's like working for someone else. Um, and the way that, you know, you rack up this debt, this debt so you can get this job so that you can pay off the debt. And then that's like what your life is. And I mean, I guess that sounds pretty normal when I say it like that, but when it comes to my particular perspective on what life is, it's not as monotonous for sure. Yeah. Um, for well, one thing, it wasn't always like that because it was, it's been like that for a short amount of time. Yes. Actually. Um, I think I you're, agree. you're, how old are you? 22. 22. Um, I'm almost 20 years older than you are. My generation also, and I hate saying that, I hate separating it because I get it. We all go through like waves of things and stuff, but you know, there's always a label. There's always it's a another box. To, yeah, it to is to put yourself into this gender. It's yeah. another box. And on top of that, but like I, I'm a part of one because there's always well, there's the boomers, there's the gen. I forgot what it is, Gen X and millennials. I'm like right straight. in the middle of it, right? Or zillennials. I forgot what they call I them, see. but I know there's a whole bunch of them. My like I'm I I just turned 41. My generation gets stuck in a. Like, well, these people are still in power and these people are coming up and they don't want to do the same thing that these people that are in power are doing. And my generation's like, well, no one asked us, you know, like we're just stuck in the middle. I did the same thing. I, I went to school. I bought, I drank the Kool-Aid. I went to school for four years in communications at the time, which was laughable because everybody was like, what are you going to do with that? Now you can't go anywhere without anybody editing, oh my gosh, making right? videos. So it's pretty cool. So that's the whole thing, though, is that the game has changed. Yeah. Your generation wasn't asking any questions because they still had like a decent deal. You could get a job and get a house. Yes. A house. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And pay off the debt. You know? Now going to school, you can go, just like going to the hospital, you can, <laughs> you can go bankrupt. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I just saw this video on TikTok. She's like, I got bit by a scorpion, but I'm not calling the ambulance. I'm going to do a Google search because that's just expensive. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. Like, you got bit by a scorpion. That would, I imagine at a point, that was common knowledge, what to do when you got sent by a yeah. scorpion. But we don't worry about what yeah. ha- what to do when things happen anymore. We're so worried about this linear but that's being. But whose fault is that? The game has changed. These Your generation, like... The deal is still cool. The deal has changed. You're still taking that same deal as it's changing. And that's not your fault or in your control. But like, that's the reason that like this younger generation, me, is like, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. The deal is so... It's a raw deal. And the internet makes it like, there's so much information and it's available, like quickly available. People mm-hmm. have... When you scroll through TikTok, how many videos you watch? And I'm all about conspiracy TikTok. So I've got so much information that, you know, people 
sorry to say it this way, like your generation, like the, when you were in your youth, like you weren't getting like You're right. the same overflow. It is kind of like an overflow of information though. There's like, you got to find that balance, you know, screen Cause time. you can, but that's you can absolutely get screen time. Did you say screen time? But that's you can, you can absolutely get lost in right. how much, but I think what happens is that we see how many people aren't doing these bullshit jobs or doing some bullshit for bullshit amounts of money. They're living glamorous lives. There's like those people that like get paid to travel and you're scrolling through your phone and you're seeing person after person after person, all different kinds from different places doing things to like at least not do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're, I think we're still stuck in this like it's still a very hard journey to figure out like what your thing is going to be but i think that's because we're running out of things to do for one um we only have so many people doing so many jobs the Mm -hmm. job is done once done it's just like making more people that need the job yeah it's like the information that you talk of on tiktok and i have yet to tiktok is a beast in itself that i have yet to tackle because i have a problem with people who need a lot of attention. And a lot of times what I see on TikTok, I I guess I'm just it's my main feed, but all I see is people when that need When you first too much get onto a TikTok, these yeah. people are making no substance to the actual content. They might just be a pretty person that has been yes. doing this attention seeking for so long that there's people that are giving it to mm-hmm. them because they mm-hmm. don't know any better either. So they just I, like yeah, looking at them. I have yet to tackle that. However, once you break out of that for the for you page, it's the algorithms. Okay. And all that. The thing that I think that's what's interesting about TikTok is that like once that algorithm figures it out, it's so different from the next person's TikTok. If you pick up someone else's phone and scroll through their TikTok, you're going to see completely different. Holy stuff. crap! Okay. If you scroll through my TikTok, you're going to see stuff you never would have saw unless you did some digging. Because mm. like, you're deep. I'm you're looking deep for certain kinds mm-hmm. of things. Like okay. most of the TikToks I've liked are. Things that I can like so I can send it to some sleeping person to say, hey, this person says wake up too. This person said, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I didn't have TikTok. What we had was I was 26 around the time YouTube be- became what it was. And on YouTube, YouTube was the Wild West and you can find anything and everything. And I had uh, personally, in my personal life, I had made this documentary and I guess it pushed enough buttons for people to not like it in any direction, like the right wing, left wing, however it was. I had to self-promote it. And I Is meet still up? Yeah. I'll show it to you. It's about it's my, my parents are Cuban, so it's a Cuban American documentary. But it's a very sensitive issue mm-hmm. because you have Cubans in Miami and Cubans in Florida who feel a certain way and Cubans who don't in predominantly in New Jersey. I mean, there's a lot of them here too. Um but I don't know if you ever noticed, but Cubans in Miami are predominantly Republicans, hardcore Republicans who follow like I know that Trump the, and stuff like the that, way that. Which the is wings fly is weird. Sometimes. Yeah, it, it is a little crazy. So I made this documentary. It was unpromotable. So I had to go out and do it myself. And I remember saying, I will never ever not give people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to stories. There's a story, there's two sides to every story. And I would watch documentaries one a day at least. And it didn't matter where it was. And I got into conspiracy theory documentaries. And the thing I like about those is sometimes they make more sense than the, uh, the original story or the, tru- the story that they're pitching. Oh and then on top of that, you have the power to make that decision of whether or not 
it's just the ability or or the person putting it out there for you to say, hey, this is what I'm saying. Like to actually make accept the, the information and yeah. like apply it to like your way of thinking yeah. and way of life. I stopped watching them because in 2014, 2015, um, it's almost like the conservative religious right got a hold of conspiracy theory. Mm. And it became Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and this and that, mm. against the Illuminati and against all that. So oh. It just got really fucking crazy to the point where I was like... Like the, spirit, like, this, like the theories are there, but the way that they're the exactly. taking it, it is used to like be, not... It used to be the Republicans and Democrats are eating babies. Now it's just the Democrats eating babies. So it makes me think, okay, well, when did this shift? And it did. There was definitely a shift. I saw it in a lot of them. And eventually that's where like QAnon came in, where it's like Trump is the, Lord, the savior. He's going to mm. save this country. And once it got to that, I was like, what? It got a little too... A little too one-sided for me. For me, conspiracy is the entire government is against you. You know what I mean? Get, Don't exactly, do anything because exactly. the entire government, the FDA, all everything, everything right. that's been made is is working against you. And you just have to figure out a way to to make sure that it's make not it work in your for life. you somehow. Yeah, exactly. I, there's a couple of other questions. And we gotta give we gotta give people a little bit of what they want to. Right? We gotta give them a little bit of porn. I wanna find out. Right. I want to find. Okay, so you you were on the plane and you went to uh, Georgia to shoot for oh. Broke Straight Boys. <laughs> so that was your your first uh, porn experience. Yeah. Okay. How was that? Um, How was it? It's like I think I maybe worked with them three, four, five times total, um, which was like pretty easy. You leave like a three thousand dollar check. <laughs> that's always that's um, always good. <laughs> good experience though. It's it was it was fun. It was a little venture at the time. I was like really on, like I had just started smoking weed and it had like become part of my appetite. So I would like, they didn't let anyone smoke or drink or do anything for that matter. And so I would always like not eat, but that was fine. Cause I was bought it most of the time anyway. Right. <laughs> um, but it was, it was, it was, it was like a roll of the dice. Cause it was like, sometimes you get some cute guys. And sometimes you'd be like, Oh, he's not that cute, <laughs> but he got a big dick. Mm. And then it was like, <laughs> such a like you would see these people one time and like never come back and it was like i don't know it was characters it, was, mm. it wasn't it was it was if they had a reputation their reputation was with broke straight boys because if they had worked with another studio then their Clean. facade is lost yeah. i said chilly oh shit maybe i shouldn't speak so freely right now. don't worry but you know it was like if they if you had a chance of knowing who this person was beforehand it's because they were already on their site otherwise it was just like this a set of random people that they found. Mm. Like, I don't even know. It's surprising how many people I guess are applying to these websites still because I mean, you know, I think it's interesting or, um, yeah, I think it's interesting how one website can find a certain group of people. And that's like, uh, wh what pool are they looking from? Cause I'll tell you every single porn company out there is looking for like, you know, new stars and new people to bring in. And some of them just have this pool of, of guys that's very different from everybody else. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know anything about what's going on yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> but, um, but it was like a cute little, it was a cute gig. It was like, aside from like the not having weed part, it was actually pretty cute. Okay. Honestly, that, I'm just being a bitch. It was pretty cute. It was pretty cute. <laughs> it was it was like, it was funny because it was like, there was this one big room and they had six like twin XL beds lined up in it. Jeez. And sometimes there'd be seven guys. So would be like, who's sleeping on the couch? Couch is like fucking massive. <laughs> um, 
And those those beds were that size because no cuddling off camera. You really? Save that energy, like nothing. Play video games, eat food, don't do anything else, just film. Um, but it was like you're in this house. It's like a big house, nice house. There was a hot tub, and it was like by the woods. I would like always go on runs because mm. it was like Georgia. Um, so they took care of you, but yeah, they you were taken care yeah. of. They, they just it was strict, but it was mm-hmm. like there wasn't anything unhealthy about it, mm-hmm. you know. Except for me, that Viagra, but um. yeah, the cornerstone of the adult entertainment industry. Yeah, how how linked they are. Um, so, it's so funny you call it cornerstones, triangle shape. Is it? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, so broke broke street boys. Uh, what other companies have you have you worked with? I and, feel like I've done like a scene for this one, like a scene. For, I did like maybe like two or three for Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Gods, I think, was one. Bad Puppy, um, Rough Fuck Club, Champ. Um, I think I'm missing like two. And then you have your your only fans page too, right? Okay. And Justin fans and a Pocket Stars and a Farmer fan. Which, which one? <laughs> Pocket Stars for Pocket my fans. Stars. Oh, What's you haven't heard of that one? No. Oh, I mean, I hate that. I like <laughs> I hate when I haven't heard of something, and I'm like, oh, but you're you're teaching. I don't know why I'm out with them. Yeah, because is it they similar? Like Message me to be a brand ambassador for them, which I was like, okay, I really don't know what I'm doing, but clearly they found something about me that they like, so mm. maybe they'll help me profit a little more or something. But it was like. They sent me a list of 10 questions that answer one question. We'll put a post on you for Twitter with the answer to this question. And I haven't really seen what else the offer is. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like the ambassadorship comes with like the media transfer for free. Cause they'll do it. They should pay for it. But, um, it's like laid out just like OnlyFans. Okay. It's like based in the UK. Um, I think OnlyFans is too, you know? Yeah. I thought so too. Um, but yeah, it's laid out very similar. The way the buttons are and the way the posting is, it's mm. very, very similar. Um, I, fe- I feel like the real reason I hooked up with them was because it was like, I'm not an OnlyFans bitch, I'm a pocket star, I'm a porn star. Like, it was just like easier to say, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, but I was, I'm not getting as much, like, I don't know, attention from them mm. as is expected, but maybe I just had the wrong idea. Um, I don't know, I'm still using the website. Like I said, the uploading's good. It's just like OnlyFans. And if OnlyFans is going to keep playing their little games, then I need to have something yeah. else. Um, it's f- another OnlyFans website. Okay, That's so all it okay. is. I mean, really. Uh, so you, It's predominantly like straight women right now, I think. Really? Okay. I think they're you, branching out because of the OnlyFans thing, though. What? Um, how long have you been in the industry? I was 19 when I went to Broke Drake Place. 22, three years. Okay. Something like that. How do you feel three years? After? I think next month would be three years. So I think that that first booking was in November. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I've got a lot of attention. Okay. I, was, I, I don't see why not. But I just guess don't i don't know how to like i'm not a businessman you know i don't have that money making mindset that people have nowadays to like do it the way they do it to make all the money they make um but it's 
funded me well enough to not have to work a job, which mm -hmm. is like good enough for me because yeah. like, I mean, I feel like I've found peace. I feel like I found some level of Nirvana. I understand like I cannot have money. I'll be okay. Um, That's incredible for 22. Aurora, a musician. She's great. Hunger. All we ever had was hunger. All we ever get is power. Hmm. Like we all, like all you have to do is feed yourself. Keep yeah. yourself alive. Like in, but we're worried about how many other things. Yeah. In Europe, a lot of people, uh, the mindset is work to live, not live to work. So it's very. Yeah. This yes, country that's, is yes, very. I agree with that. Yeah, this I, country that is very like to live process, to work. Yeah. No, live I to know, work. But yeah. The idea. Uh, you do some work to make sure you're yeah, alive. Like that you, makes sense. You, I don't know how. This is the first time I heard that. How do you feel about zombie films and stuff like that? And the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because because of this live to work idea. Um, zombie films that are American or, or American zombie films, they have such an important message because if people are coming back, by Dawn of the Dead, right? That that one, George Romero. Okay. If people are coming back. That one's shot completely in a mall. That's like an older one, isn't it? Yeah. Came out in 1980 and shot completely in a mall. And why were people coming back to the mall? It's because what they remember. Can you imagine how awful your life must be if, you know, that's what you go back to? Well, because, I mean, that's what, that's, they. it's the boxes. It's like, you know your home, you know your school, you know your job. Everything else is supposed to be terrifying. Um and I guess that was like the residue of these zombies' memories mm. that the only things that they did that they thought was safe, that they thought was productive, that they thought was good for them. And I guess they end up going back there. I don't think I've ever watched that movie, but D I've, definitely, I've seen. Yeah, no. Uh, George Romero, a lot of them are very. Like Dawn of the Dead, I've heard of. I'm yeah. Sure. George Romero was very good because every one of them was, was attached comic, to. Right? No, no. He no. was um, like a director. Pictures. And he's done other movies too, but he specifically, like, he's called the father of the modern zombie film. And his thing was, it always was related socio-politically to a movement or something happening in the country. So um, you take a, a zombie, which is a dead, dead person or a shell of the person, and you're able to fill it with so much meaning. And a lot of the meaning was, you know, by the time he was up to the last one that he was doing... Um, Land of the Dead, I think, in 2005, that was more about, like, there's a separation. There's people that are extremely poor and then people that have all the money. And uh, it's just, it's, it's the, everybody watches it and they think, oh, wow, it's a zombie film, it's a zombie film. But it's more, it's, a, it's about sociopolitical aspects of, of everyday life. Are there not life. zombies in it? No, yeah, there's zombies in it. But I feel like it was a way to he utilized the zombie to get his message across, you know, like by saying, um, I'm going to give you a movie, but I'm also going to educate you at the same time. If you're willing to take it kind of like the matrix. I mean, we were talking about the matrix. I have to go back and watch. Yeah. Them. Even definitely. the matrix. I should go back and watch. I have to watch those two. I am usually pretty good at catching this stuff. I think maybe the walking dead is probably the one zombie or world war Z. I don't know if I've yeah. caught these. I usually catch these messages in these movies. World war Z is good, but it's, it's much, it's a hot, I think the budget for that was the budget that all five of George Romero zombie movies like to combine. Yeah. So it was okay. So yeah. I mean, not, that he made, he was like, yeah, he I was like 30,000 bucks. Let's make it boom. 
Right. Um, and the first one, he, you know, the first one came out in 1968 and it had a black male uh, lead who slapped a white woman on camera. Mm. And that was a big deal at the time. Right. Um, so yeah, definitely give them a shot. And the only reason why I brought them up was because of the fact that we do tend to want to live to work in this country. Not want to. We just we're, we're told prog- we're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, we're programmed that <laughs> way. Literally programming. <laughs> I want to talk to you a little bit about also, um, you said you're, you're, you're a witch. You're a Wiccan. How do you, how would you like, how would uh, you like that? I don't really like, I use that word because I think it's easy for people to either, it's easy, it's a good filter. Mm. People hear the word witch and they go, oh, okay, stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> So you want people to stay. Because <laughs> it's, good. if you actually have any inkling of truth in you, you know that, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just coming for Christianity by saying this, but it's like. It's okay, go for it, please. The word witch isn't like, it's like, of all the fantastic creatures out there, witch is a, a human, it's a person. I just think it's a way of like putting my perspective into place like the way I look at the world mm-hmm. which is all about nature which is like live with the flow of the universe they're not doing what the humans do because the humans do what they know how to do but they're not sensing everything else around them um, okay. maybe I'm just a cancer son with a cancer rising and I just feel too much but are you I sensitive use, yeah um not in the sense that like you're going to say something to me and it's going to make me cry. But no, it's no, like, of course. I empathy. I think empathy is probably okay. the best word I can because I feel like you're, tell so me you're how, an empath. Yeah, crystals are cool. They're pretty. I like them. I like they. They are all different. They're not like the same cut diamond. I feel like you go to a jewelry store and it's like okay, but still, how many other people have this exact same ring somewhere else because it's a cut. I like the crystals, the colors, the color come like there's it's psychological, but mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's all psychology. Um, it's a quick word to use, which it's like the aesthetic is cute. I like I like the aesthetic. I, it's I like the integration with nature, um, but I feel like it's all about like my psychology, my perspective. It's like I say that because. I could call myself a witch and then I could go around trying to tell people to use crystals to do certain things or to have people over and do seances and spells on them and stuff like that. But I think it's all a psychological trick realistically. It's um, not a trick to say that it's bad, but a trick to say that it's a trick. It's a tip. It's a, it's a, a maneuver, mm. a psychological maneuver to change the way you think or you behave or to catch yourself doing bad habits or to occupy your habits with better things. Um, so you're one with one, one with, nature. with nature. Yeah, um, as best as I can be living in the city, I do need to go find a little nature spot somewhere that's within distance. But um, how do you how how are you? The thing about the the topics, the concepts that get brought up in witchcraft, it's not things that you're going to hear in today's society. Tarot Mm -hmm. cards, the way that they put things, the words that they say, the sentences they use, the positive messages, that's a big thing. Just having positive messages in your life and in your day, people live in this like negative. It's it's a psychological thing, Mm -hmm. very powerful. Mm -hmm. 
it's the reason people stay sleeping. It's when you say people stay asleep, we had this conversation off camera, but right. um, just elaborate a little bit. No, I'll, I'll jump I say into it differently. Is that no, harsh? No, I don't think so. I think that um, it's it's a little abrasive, but at the same time, it's that's what we need. I kind of feel the same way too. And yeah, I don't the shit off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say it if you want, but uh, we can we can have a, a oh I'll, I'll conversation discuss it. I, yeah, I'm not afraid of being abrasive. Yeah. I just don't want to. No, please don't mess anything up. Well, for no, you. our our <laughs> conversation was uh, regarding how the world, what be it Earth, be it Gaia, be it what you call it is trying to get rid of us because we're destroying, we're destructive as a, as a people we are utilizing very terribly and exploiting and destroying. Right. So if you are one with nature, if you feel a certain way, you feel like it's trying to get rid of us. It's trying to do its best. And that's why shit has gotten so real. Uh, weather wise in certain parts of the country that are experiencing so many different things and then, and you know, viruses and stuff that are happening. And so, so, you know, what we were talking about was the fact that this is a rough number, but 75, 70 to 75% of the world will never wake up to the ideas of, wow, I should think of this a little more or that a little more or think Period. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. And and then you'll have. There. Uh, how? This wh- is. Go on. Go should on. I explain? Yeah, the, please. What the sleep? It's like. You already explained it, but it's like. You know the brainwashing. It starts in school. You're trained. I just saw a TikTok on the other day, actually. Um, school is a. This is how she said it. School is a response to the industrialization. You know that time. Because they had these factories that they needed to fill the factory workers but they were dealing with these agrarian mm. kind of people that did their own thing and so they had to teach them how to go to a place at a time for hours not ask too many questions and then do it again the next day and that was what school was is to get you into that mindset from an early age mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be somewhere doing things a certain way be a certain way i call it pg it's like whole nother thing but um pg as in parental guidance yeah okay i feel like parental guidance is that because yeah let me hold your hand literally though it is actually that's a good way to put it 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 is almost like having your Mm -hmm. hand held um when you come when you break out of that cycle and figure out like doing something else once you pick out yeah once you've I mean, self-employment, I guess, could be a way to put it. Well, yeah, even depending on the job. That being said, um, I can't. If anybody were, if certain people were to wake up, imagine how scary it is to no longer have your hand being held. Right. And you look around. You're I like, think that's what the real thing is, though. Is that it's like it's a scary thing. It takes the bravery, it takes the gusto. It, but that's like probably one of the first things that we're instinctually supposed to have that is rooted up from us because we are supposed to be like facing the forces but instead we live in these weather controlled boxes where everything is brought to us and comfortable mm-hmm. um, and cozy and perfect at all times our produce like everything our is water like, everything you know what I mean <laughs> is bottled shipped put in a store and I say cozy and perfect because it's like 
I don't know. I guess I was segueing into a whole other topic. It's like the produce is fucked up too. It's like, no, let me not no. take it there. This is gonna <laughs> that'll be for another in the wrong direction. Don't worry for We're another a hole from the side. <laughs> for another one. Um, for another one. Um, let's talk a little bit about your tarot, uh, tarot cards, and tarot reading. How did you get? How did you get into that? I picked up Wicca. I think I really, really picked it up when I was in Philly in the middle of 2020, maybe just before that when I was still at my mom's apartment. That was when it was. I was in my mom's apartment, uh, COVID quarantine time, trying to find something to do, and I was going down YouTube rabbit holes watching what Harmony Nice and The Green Witch and like just these like tranquil videos of these people, these beautiful women. Mm. Um, like just playing with nature. Like uh, The Green Witch made this um, violet syrup she would it was literally violet flowers boiled in water and the thing was you you had to boil it just right because if it was too hot it would burn and if it wasn't hot enough then the color wouldn't come out or the color could burn away mm. you add it was sugar water and violet and then so I'm, I'm, I have to try it I wonder how much it actually tasted like violet right. but you would put lemon juice in it too and it would change colors hmm. it was like it started out this kind of like bluish color and then you would put the lemon drops in and it would turn that bright vibrant purple color really? and that really like okay this is chemistry but i was like mm, let me not look at it that way this is magic and i think that's where it like really started and so picking up tarot i picked up that deck my first tarot deck they say you're supposed to have a friend buy them for you for them to like work but we don't have those kinds of friends so <laughs> <laughs> We bought our own. And I think really what I did was I just wanted to study them more so than to be like, I have a deck. Now I can do readings. And so that's what I did. Um, there was Mystic Mondays. There's an app. And it'll pick the card of the day mm -hmm. for you. Today mine is um, Two of Swords, which is about indecision, um, which is interesting. But sitting here. Indecision. Of the day or indecision, like it, the, the card tripped me up the way that I'm given a card that seems to almost exist in one thought, but mm -hmm. it's supposed to apply to the entire day. But it, it's like, um, it they're always talking about the grand scheme, these tarot cards, these cards. I wanted to just kind of like one by one learn about them, and so I've actually learned quite a, a decent bit about them. You were telling me you saw my Instagram, yeah, I used to, um. I kind of stopped because I wasn't feeling it anymore. But I would take this little picture on my altar, my witch altar, which has my representations for the four elements and all that. It's red, right? I think, or it's uh, I have like a black IKEA dresser, and everything is just like on top of okay. there. But it's tons of stuff on it. There's mm -hmm. like um, the pentacle star inside the circle. There's like an incense burner with like holes in the point. That's like in the middle, and then I've got the red candle, the yellow candle, okay. the green candle, the red candle. The blue candle and the red candle for the elements. And there's just like things all over it. Um, and then I would, I had this little, it's like a mini easel for like a painting, but I put the card on it and it looks real cute. And I would like put my body behind it because people don't give a shit if there's, if there's sex involved. So yeah. yeah I had right. to like make my viewers <laughs> look at it somehow. <laughs> and then I would go in and I would type about the card that I pulled, which like helped me learn, but I also like had to word it in a way that wasn't copy paste out of the Mystic Monday's description. Mm -hmm. So it was like, they're good for opening your perspective. They, like I said, the positive messages, some of them are telling you, 
you're more capable than you think you are, than this world allows you to think you are. Um, some of them are telling you to like be careful, but they're probably telling you to be careful about common bad habits that a lot of people have that you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all about self-reflection. Do you, um, do you know Adam Russo? That sounds, oh yeah. From California? Yeah. He, uh, have you spoken to him about this at all? Do you, I don't know if you know him like that, but, um, I feel like we've been in the same room. He's great. He's, uh, I did a podcast, two of them with him at this point. One before pre-pandemic and one during. And I do you want to film it? Yeah, he's. Oh, let me get that, please. Let me shoot that for you guys. If um, you can set it up, because yeah. honestly, that's the only thing. If y'all subscribe to my page so I can start <laughs> traveling, so I can start filming with these other people on the other side of the country. Yeah. Adam Russo is somebody definitely that um, he does. He does uh, YouTube channel uh, mm -hmm. tarot readings too. Not readings, but he'll do the cards and stuff. I, and it's like three hours every day. I'm like, damn, how do you do that? Like, that's a lot. Like, the video I think he just is turns, three hours long? Yeah, like, he turns it on, maybe two. But still, that's a lot. Still. It's literally him, and he'll just do the cards and read them out. And it, I, you I'll can, send you, you the link. You can get deep. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, I picked up a tarot book recently. It said you can use the whole deck to do a reading. So. Yeah, I'll I'll send you his link because I think you'll you'll like him. He's And you'll vibe with him. He's really, really cool. Uh, I think he's aware of who I am. But. Yeah, I'll ask him. Tarot or being an empath and being in this industry. What's that like? Like, do, do you, do you walk into rooms and say, all right, not really feeling this today or like what rooms sets? No, this, the energy of a set usually doesn't disrupt me. I think it always, it does come down to like the model and this is clearly not helpful, but like, and I guess this isn't, it's like, you can be in this industry and still be sleeping. Just because you've employed yourself doesn't mean you don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Um, you know what it is? I'm in this industry to enjoy people's bodies. And I think when you asked me that question, it made me think back on maybe scenes that I filmed where I like finished and I was like, hmm, that wasn't enjoyable as I thought it was going to be. But that's it. I can usually hold my energy and get down to what I need to do like enjoy the person like I'm the bottom so I mean that's that too I don't gotta get hard but um. <laughs> but you do you do enjoy it you do I you do you, you started to, to say do. tarot um, having this perspective and being in the industry whatever you said and it made me kind of like there are still a good number of number of people that are in this industry that kind of like think on the wavelength, you know, think about the things that we're thinking about. And I think that because as part of that PG thing, like sex is stifled and mm. told and told like we're told it's a bad thing and that it's a scary thing and that we're not supposed to do it like at all. Or even that we're supposed to be monogamous. We're supposed to find one person. And even in some religions, you don't, have sex with that person unless mm -hmm. it's to procreate, which is like sex, masturbation, even to be told that masturbation is a sin. Like that is your soul releasing. You need to like keep your juices flowing. Mm -hmm. Like, and then it's like, I think that that's why there could be so many people in this industry that think this way because they are looking for that. Like still going to make money somehow, but if I can like enjoy this aspect and like, make a buck mm -hmm. why not it doesn't take long 
and all it takes is like peel back your pride a little bit because it's like so what I'm naked on camera I don't know I don't know why is that so weird to us nowadays yeah, to be yeah. we were born naked we're supposed to be naked like and that's my thing is that we're so everything is so backwards it's just backwards um well we throw in religion I mean that'll set you back a couple hundred years oh my god <laughs> you know that that Catholic guilt if you were Catholic and just a lot of shit that it, goes into it the guilt that's the thing yeah. I mean so that's what it all comes back to is your psychology is like there's all of these things that we're supposed to we think all of these things that are enjoyable are wrong and all of these things that are unenjoyable are good for us because it's productive and yet all that ever mattered was enjoying yourself and when, you, when do you find that out usually too late when it's too, <laughs> it's too fucking late yeah, yeah. it's too fucking late it took time to like accept this way of thinking that this truth is the truth because there's so many people that don't believe it or mm -hmm. don't agree with it. But like when my, when my brain always comes back to the same loop, this was wrong. This is not making me happy. This is not the way things are supposed to be. And you shouldn't like it either. I've really settled into this truth. When people say to me, well, what about when you're old? What about when I'm old? I'm worried about now. Like, like okay. I might not make it to when I'm old. Yeah. And that's just, that's the fear talking. That's fear talking. Very well said. I was just about to ask what next, but why? You know, I, I know because, because right now, basically not what next, why it's, it's right now. And you just answered that. So like, I appreciate that. I still want to, what did you, what were you well, asking? I meant like, you, you know, um, where do you want to go next? I do have an answer for that because I do. do think that there is some level of looking forward, but the oh, things okay. that we're looking forward to are not mom says, what about when you're old? Because mom thinks that you're going to get a job and you're going to get a promotion and that job's going to provide you with a, a stable income and insurance mm -hmm. and all of those other things, which I think is so weird because you get fired. All it's just gone. Like, what do you mean stable? Like, at least, I'm not getting fired from OnlyFans. I could stop posting on OnlyFans and mm -hmm. still have this like bleed out of money before my money stops. Not even old, just next. Next. What's yeah. next? That's what it was. Well, I guess I don't quite have an answer. I kind of wait for the next to come to me, but you keep your arms open for whatever is next. Like this podcast, honestly. Like this is what's next for me. This is my first podcast. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um,. I'm an artist. I like to sing. I like to dance. I, the plan was to have an OnlyFans after college, right? Did the college for a year. I was like, okay, too hot for this. To get an OnlyFans and to essentially have that fund the next things that I it was supposed to be quick, 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 really. But it didn't work out. It didn't, it wasn't what I thought it was. Like mm -hmm. you were saying before, these people that, you know, realize it's a lot more work than they thought it was. It is. I don't put in that kind of work because shit to do yeah got my own shit to do yeah i guess um <laughs> you have to balance it's you it's know a I, I can't i can't sit in anyway i was going to get like a supercomputer or something something to play league on and stream league and then like once i started com getting comfortable streaming on twitch i would probably have like moved on to like chatterbait like things still kept the sex work going because i mean income is income right mm -hmm. if i can do both of these things have multiple images multiple names i'll do that the plan was Porn or OnlyFans even. Maybe not even porn. It was porn. I did porn before I did OnlyFans, so it was porn. Porn, game streaming, and then I think, what was it? Become a tattoo artist? 
which I should be doing now because those other things I had, it was like I gave myself a year for each of these things to happen, which I'm realizing now is like not healthy for me. Like I had to drop those expectations yeah. to like not drive myself crazy now, yeah. feeling like I'm not being productive enough. Um, Cause then you hasten it. Like you make it really you know, quick and, and it doesn't I just gotta like yeah. enjoy what I'm getting and wait for the yeah, next thing. Cause you can be in games and porn will come back and it'll right, be exactly. bigger than and ever. That's the th- I think that's like, another huge lesson is like we expect to live this one life we expect to do this one thing and live this one life but the most successful people out there have done how many different things i would think or at least the most interesting people and they fail at one or they could fail at one and succeed in another one you know it's the trying the different things though and i think that's when it goes back to the like simply fear it'll happen i have to put it into the world this is me manifesting that's all um <laughs> do you um after you that is to go back to school and get okay. into like game design and get like a real um formal education on because i mean college is still giving you information it's just like the way that they give it to you and the hours they expect you to put yeah. into to get into money it's well, not you know I, I i don't think it's healthy to go to college right after high school that too it's too much it's, and you don't even know what's going on yeah you gotta figure out what's yeah. going on there are because t- i know for a fact i was there I for four years like go to school yeah. after you've done some other things yeah i was there for four years and i can probably remember two because of a the partying right you and know then, like, then yeah i worked my way through college so i wasn't reading and retaining those books the way i did half asleep yeah it was eventually 10 years later that i would read those books again and be like this uh, is what they said information. yeah very different because i'm not sleep deprived yeah. and stressed about n- not having enough nutrients yeah. in my body because was, i bought those books <laughs> last week it was it was literally like you had mentioned before holding hands it was literally like running through the halls and once you get to the door they let you go and you're like holy shit like what do i do now yeah and that's what it felt like so i i don't think that um i think college you're absolutely right but go back to it when you're when you when you're not wasting money at least money. when you can like afford it yeah. you've done something else like it's like I you mean, want to go to college as opposed to when exactly. they say you have to go to college exactly i did not and not for any reason like oh you know he's just a porn star never i was I, just getting ready to say never crosses my mind pretty phase no yeah. 22 years old i'm it's more not 22 <laughs> it's more for me the knowledge that you have or the wisdom that you have at 22 is very promising for me. And it should be for people who interact with you and come across you. I think that they should appreciate it because you don't get that a lot of places. And, you know, I had, I told you a couple of people had asked, no problem, no problem. A couple of people have asked me to put you on the podcast and I just didn't know. And I knew who you were. I didn't know enough. So it took a couple of times meeting and then eventually just, just today having these conversations before we got on this, I was like, okay. You said that He's you cool. had looked at my Twitter and that like you had said, I try as hard as I can. Look at the tarot, the Instagram on tarot. Like, I try to still get my personality, my brain out there, but you know, porn stars are seen, not heard, but there are definitely a couple of fans. There are some names. There are some people that catch my little attempts at being um substantial mm. and um recognize it you're you're great you're great I re- and you're from I'm jersey I pre- you're you're from jersey so i have such an affinity to that you know for people to find Derek klein how do they do that where do they go put it all out there Derek klein x just one x on instagram 
three X's on Twitter, Derek Klein XXX, D-E-R-E-K-C-L-I-N-E-X-X-X. Um, also on OnlyFans, Just for Fans, Pocket Stars, For My Fans. Um, I have a TikTok, but I don't promote it to this following because I'm trying to grab a different audience. But I do often think like how it's almost like I have a TikTok. Go look for it. Just go look for it. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to have the same name. You got to go find it. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> well, there you go. It's PG. <laughs> My PG. Derek, thank you very much. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Uh, I hope to do it again. I'm so glad to have this conversation. Yeah. I, when people say they charge from being social, I think that they are one of those people that don't have to be alone because I charge when I'm alone. I think that's like the way to charge. These conversations, yeah. though, I'm going to walk out of here and feel like I'm on another planet just because I... someone agrees. Yeah. It's so far and few in between that like people actually understand what I'm saying and like then to agree with it and like bounce back with like let's do it again yeah no no for real <laughs> um all right guys uh Derek Klein you know where to find him uh I can grande uh Spotify YouTube all that fun stuff uh and remember if you watch K porn I've definitely helped to get off and so has he <laughs> yeah cheers